What's up, all about the Birds Nation? We are back with another episode of Birds, Beers, and BS. Make sure you're following, liking, subscribing. Hit that like button. Leave those comments. Let's get this shit show going. Let's do it. Between the head coach and the GM, because no one knew Howie's vision. No, Howie's a freaking moron. <laughs> and there's a reason why Howie, Jeffrey got a moron. Are you gonna let me freaking talk? <laughs> God damn, bro. <laughs> What is up about the all about the Birds Nation? Yes, we are finally back with another episode of Birds, Beers, and BS here Sorry. on the All About the Birds Network. We are your typical hosts of the show, myself, Eagle Jeff Warner, Pina alongside me as always. We would like to apologize for us not being here the last few weeks uh, due to the fact that I had a little medical situation going on. If you do see my face being a little weird or a little abnormal, I did have a case of Bell's Palsy, so don't worry. It, it's nothing serious, hopefully, but I do have a little bit of case of stroke face. So, yeah. so if, if it looks like my face is a little uh, half, uh, half only being used, or I sound a little funny, I do apologize. But we we have to get back to some Eagles football let's since Eagles it. football is back. But first, uh, let's pay the bills real quick. This show is sponsored by our friends at Vinny's Pizza and Restaurant in uh, Allentown. Vinny's Pizza and Restaurant is located off the Iroquois Trail in the Old Town Shopping Centers uh, in Allentown. Uh, they have uh, they're open Monday through Saturday, serving you their delicious Italian cuisine that includes pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. You can check out their daily and game day specials today, especially a football right around the corner. Yes, uh, they are available for pickup or delivery, so order today by calling 610-395-2300. Again, 610-395-2300 or visiting Vinny'sPizzaPA.com. Tell Vinny and Caesar that the Birds, Beers, and BS crew sent you over. They will treat you right. Some <clears throat> delicious food, so make sure to check them out. Yeah. Uh, but Peanut, glad yes. to glad to be back. And of course, we are going to be discussing Eagles football. Eagles football is back finally. Football in general is back from now to the end, uh, to beginning of February. I'm sorry, Jenna. I'm sorry to all the wives out there that are uh, part of diehard uh, football fans. Yeah. We will not be paying any attention to you for over the next four to five months. So. We'll make it up through the rest of the year, but football is back, and I cannot wait. But uh, first off, the Eagles did have their first preseason game of the year. Uh, they do yes, lose sir. to the Steelers week one of the preseason, 24-16. to 16. But look, preseason scores, they do not fucking matter. Yeah. Look, of course, you want to win. You, 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 as, a, as a fan, you still want your team to go out there and perform, still right. out, come out <clears> with <throat> W, and the right. players also want to fight and go out for a W, but the score yeah. does not matter. No. It matters what you see 
on the field from your main contributors of this team. I agree. Going into 20, uh, 2021. So, Pena, yes, I'll, I'll start off with you. I want right. I want to get your thoughts, your observations, what you saw in Thursday's matchup against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The first thing I was looking for was discipline. Can <clears throat> excuse me? Can Nick Sirianni get this team ready? Being a new coach, new system, um, practically new players on the team. So I wanted to see <clears throat> more or less where. Nick Sirianni had his players, and and to be honest with you, I, I think he delivered. I think within the first couple drives, there was no uh, no penalties called. Uh, there were a couple myths here and there, but that's what preseason football is for. Um, I basically wanted to see how Nick Sirianni had those guys prepared, and I was actually pleasantly uh, happy seeing that they looked prepared to play. They looked ready. And, 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 and that's key right there. You, I would say, like you said, you brought up about discipline and having a team ready, especially yep. a young football team with, that does not have an identity at this moment. Yep. Yep. We still don't know what we have with this football team <clears throat> heading into 2021. And granted, the starters on offense only played two series. Defense, right. one series. Right. But overall, I felt, even though in the short amount of snaps that we saw from both first-team offense and defense – they, they, they look like they're they're prepared. Yeah. And, and, of course, all eyes were on Jalen Hurts. Absolutely. We need to know what we have with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. And I understand, there's a lot of mixed reviews. A lot of people felt that he, he shined, he played decent in those 10 snaps. Some right. people felt that he did not show enough to really justify or really um, to, to give people hope right. that he can be the starter and the, and the leader of this football team. It, it's it, 10 snaps. <laughs> Simmer down, y'all. Give him a chance. I, I, I Look, from what I saw from Jalen Hurts was a guy that took command of the huddle. Um, there were a couple plays, I believe, that he auto-bowled or whatever he did. And and the, look, the guy, he makes, he makes decent decisions. Throw the ball away if you can't. Check it down if you have to. You know what I mean? Um, with 10 snaps, I mean, there's no way you can judge Jalen Hurts off of 10 snaps. I don't think that's fair at all. And look, what do you want from the quarterback? I'm tired of everyone going out there and saying, well, all he, it wasn't that impressive. All his throws were the tight ends. Who fucking cares? Yeah. yeah. If he's completing passes yeah. and finding the mismatch, obviously we had probably right now a Zach Ertz is still on our football team. Mm-hmm. We have the best tight end combination and arguably all the National Football League. Yeah, I think he stays on the team, by the way. I think that first throw, first game was a statement. Well, I think I, I, that was designed for Zach Ertz. Either that or they're trying to shop him or something. Well, Who knows? I think he's I think it could go either way. I feel that if Look, if the Eagles don't get the offer that they want, he's sticking on the team. But yeah. if there's a major injury throughout camp or preseason from a tight end and a right. team right. that feels that they they need that position filled and they don't have much behind their starter, yeah. then you might be able to see a team, hey, maybe I'll throw in a third-round pick for Zach Ertz. And then Howie's how he's picking that phone, signing the contract, and yeah. shipping it himself. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, look, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, it wasn't the flashiest of performance. He was 3-7 of seven for 54 yards, right. uh, QB rating of 69.9. But like you said, he went out there and took the command of the offense. Yes, he did. He stood back in the pocket. And against a defense, they're not going to show you all their cards. But Pittsburgh's a pretty good the, defense, man. Well, this was a, this, that's what I'm saying. This was a defense and a team. I'm glad that Jalen Hurts faced off first for his first preseason game because yeah. this was a defense that, 
ain't going to go out there and not blitz you. They, they didn't show all their blitz packages, but it was still enough they were trying that, to that you can he could go out there and look and try to pick up his, pre, uh, his pre-snap reads right. and go out there and try to find <laughs> the mismatches, which you saw him when he hit Dallas Goddard and he tried to hit Zach Ertz for that big first down on that opening drive. Right. And look. He, he's a guy, like you said, he's he had pressure in his face. Instead of trying to extend the play like we saw with Carson Wentz and yep. t- possibly taking a sack and losing field position, yep. he lived to see another down, took the hit, and threw the ball away. Yep. Or if, if his first or second read weren't wasn't there, he still went through his he still went through his reads yep. and stood in the pocket and tried to throw <clears throat> a throw a perfect pass. Yep. So uh, the, the only thing that I would say uh, he definitely still needs to work on, and honestly, really all our quarterbacks need to work on, is the one criticism of him throughout his entire career is his arm strength. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened on that one <clears throat> pass to Jalen Rager, right? But he you're, he clearly underthrew it. But Rager should have caught that. Rager should have caught that. It did hit his hands. He stung a bit. I don't know if it was one of those things where he was only trying to put the ball where only Rager can get it in there because the coverage was so good. So you felt maybe throw it low, Rager goes to the ground. I don't know. I didn't have to look at the game tape or the the read that, that closely. But there's definitely a little bit, a few things that that Kurtz definitely needs to work on. Yep. But ultimately, overall, I felt he performed pretty well. I I one hundred percent agree with you. And you know what? Like everyone says he doesn't have arm strength. He was he was chucking them deep. I mean, he really. Well, no, he he, he can throw it deep, but like when it, when, 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 it, when it comes to the those intermediate passes where mm-hmm. he you need to have that connection and that yeah. chemistry with your wide receiving <clears throat> core and yeah. something like I said something happened or like that big deep ball on that second drive where they're pin, where they're pinned deep. Yeah, Question had two touchdowns this game. Yeah. He he should have freaking he should have yeah. had he should have been the superstar of the game yeah. even though he probably was after the one big play. Yeah. But ultimately, Hurts uh, overthrew him. Quez, I don't know, misjudged it or got uh, bumped <clears throat> off his route that slowed him down a little bit. Right. I don't know, but that, that's what practice is for. This is what preseason's for. That's what preseason's for. It's not going to be perfect. And the one thing that people seem to forget. We are without our number one wide receiver yep. with Devontae Smith. That's hopefully going to make Jalen Hurts' life so much easier when he's yep. back in that football field. Yep. Nick Sirianni did say today on Saturday's practice that from uh, uh, Smith went from week to week to day to day. So he doesn't right. know his status for t- uh, Thursday's game against the New England Patriots. Right. But – we could see, we could see finally the Devonte Jalen Hurts connection that we've been ultimately wanting to see all off season. Pretty much. And again, we had no Miles. We didn't play Miles Sanders. Yeah, I noticed that. Why? Why, why is that? You it, think that we were speculating injury? <clears throat> I don't think that's the case. I think in a in a week one preseason game that you have only going to play your starters in limited snaps. You saw two series ten snaps. Yeah. You don't need to see Miles Sanders out there. Yeah, I guess you you're right. know what you have with Miles Sanders, especially yeah. with a deep wide receiving core or a running, running back. back core that we have right now. That we or we're so deep at that position, it's gonna it's gonna take all three preseason games for them to determine who's gonna be the guy <clears throat> for this running back uh, that's yeah. gonna be behind Miles Sanders. Because ultimately, Miles Sanders is your guy, right? Gainwell. They did not draft him and get possibly to steal the draft for him to risk being taken yeah. to uh, by uh, on waivers uh, during the practice squad or getting cut. So no, I feel those I feel those two are the, definitely going to be making. Now the question is, does Howie and or Sirianni who uh, Howie ultimately has the final say, but I'm sure Sirianni I'm is, sure, yeah. is going to have some say as well. <clears throat> 
Right. Uh, what do they do with the rest of the running back position? Do they go four wide? Do they go four running backs? Right. We we don't know. I would say right. typically most teams three. It's got to come down to special teams. Right. And I know Boston Scott has. Uh, he's Nick Sirianni loves Boston Scott. From what from what I'm hearing, reports on Boston. He didn't get Scott, a lot of playing time. But neither did uh, Miles Sanders though. Well, Miles Sanders <clears throat> is a difference. Miles right, right. Sanders is your starter. Boston Scott's one of those bubble players. It's going to come yeah. on special teams, and if he feels he can be an adequate kickoff returner or a guy that can c- contribute on special teams, right? Boston might be the guy. But right. honestly, I kind of feel that uh, Jordan mm. Howard, I, as he much as good. as much as we criticized him on why they're bringing this guy back in the letdown year that we had for him last year, the difference is we. I feel Nick Sirianni knows how to utilize his players a little bit better than what Doug Peterson did last season. I agree. You saw Miles Sa- or uh, you saw Jordan Howard out there yes. and make a huge chip block I love on, on the blitz. And because you that. know, with a big body running back like him, he, he's a yep. solid run or he's a solid blocker in the passing game. Yep. Uh, he's a guy that's looked good in camp, <clears throat> and the fact that he was getting time with the first team offense. It shows that Jordan Howard definitely has a, a shot yeah. at making this roster, and it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that position because behind Miles Sanders, you want as much depth from your running backs, especially Nick Sirianni with his past with the Indianapolis Colts, uh, basically having that rotation of backs and right. finding the best of his players from that running back position. Yeah, he's only 26 years old, too. Yeah, he feel, he's, he's a he's young felt, guy. He, he felt like he's been there forever. He, yeah. he came out of college early. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I didn't even realize that. And then when they said he was 26 years old, I, I, it starts to change your mind a little bit as to where where Nick Sirianni is. Um, uh, yeah, he, that chip block that he uh, had, he looked he looked leaner. He looked faster. Um yeah, it, this is a good problem to have, though. If you're going to have a problem, make sure make sure it's a problem like this where you have too many running backs. You know what I'm saying? So whatever they end up doing, I, I actually we'll see. We'll see what happens. And then, of course, we were, ta- we were talking about the wide receiving position. And, yeah, we're without Devontae Smith, but there's definitely one wide receiver that's been shining throughout camp and in Thursday's game. Places on having a vet who has that experience. To the outside, they're going for the speed. And Watkins has it. No one's going to catch him. 79 yards for the touchdown. Scott Graham, I love you to death, but that was the worst fucking touchdown call I have ever (laughs) fucking heard. Granted, it's preseason. Yeah, but still, fuck that guy. But that was a tremendous play design by Nick Sirianni. Whoever the fuck is designing these plays, we we don't fucking know who the hell has the decision. (laughs) But that play design and excellent execution. Mm -hmm. That is what, like you said, the discipline and execution from our team is something that we're going to be discussing and eyeing week in and week out. Out, yeah, absolutely. Especially for a young head coach with Nick Sirianni, who has not had the experience of leading a team. Yeah, so far so good. So far so good. And I like what I'm seeing. I'm like what I'm hearing. Uh, Nick, Nick Sirianni, he's a guy that's in his players' faces. Yep. Every single drill, he's not a guy that just stands back in the shadows Mm-mm. and allows his position coaches to handle his players. Yep. He's out there in their faces, telling them what they're doing wrong, telling yeah. them what they're doing right, encouraging them. Uh, critiquing them—that is something I want from my head coach. Absolutely, I don't care if we're if we. Granted, okay, I do care, but if we're not a double-digit team uh, this season and wins, okay, that's fine. We're still a developing football team, but 
I ultimately, right now, I have the confidence in Nick Sirianni into leading this football team. And the one thing I know I got criticized on social media for bringing this up and on all about the birds post game show and A2D, but it was preseason. I understand it might be a different situation when it comes to the to the game regular season. Tonight. Okay, but that second drive, they're pinned deep on the two yard line. Right, and what do you expect from your offense? Okay. We're going to we're we're going to run the ball two or three times. If we get the first down, great. If not, we're punting the football and try to uh, win the battlefield position. Right. We did not do that. Good. We saw Nick Sirianni go out there and throw it on first down yep. to Quez Watkins, and it was an incomplete. Which pass. should have been a touchdown. You saw Jalen Hurts back there in no in a shotgun position. No no single back in the backfield at all. He was in shotgun position, empty set uh, set and. Through the football, yep. He had the confidence <clears throat> in his in his offense, in his quarterback, yeah. to try to move the football and move that football down the field and pick up the first down. Hopefully, yep. Ultimately, didn't happen. Three, three, three and out. But you know what it he did. Had the confidence, you, in and I agree with you. What, what it did though too is it kept those cornerbacks honest. That's why we got the first down on that drive was because of that pass. I think with Nick, Nick Sirianni, he he plays like a, a form of chess. It's almost like when 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 Peterson used to call plays, it was it was so repetitive, it was so um, vanilla, if for a lack of a better term. No no offense, Doug Peterson, but with Nick Sirianni, his it's almost like his mind is constantly moving to to figure out ways to get guys open. And he so far so good. That that shot to Quez, which should have been a touchdown, should have been a touchdown. Um, basically, it, it was a statement piece. It was like, look, we're 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 going we're we're gonna work every play we're gonna try to score here. So what it did was, and I think I believe Zach Ertz got the first down on that that drive, if I'm yeah, not mistaken, according remember. to my notes. But what it does is it, it opens everything up now. Now yep. you keep, you have these cornerbacks that are playing back further. Now they got to respect Quez's speed now. So it, it it opens it up for the tight ends. It opens it up for the running game. It it, it was a perfect. It was I like that he called that play. It should have been a touchdown. It should have been a touchdown, but. Like I said, it's preseason, and eventually Jalen Hurts he'll, he'll work that out. He'll him and Quez Watkins and and Devontae Smith and the rest of these receivers are going to get on the same page. And imagine what it's going to look like if if you have three or four plays like that a game. And I'll say Quez is turning some heads right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's a guy that's pro- with. He's going to be getting some playing time. And absolutely. And, I, and what does that say? I understand we're expecting a big year. Hopefully, from Jalen Rager being a former first round selection, and right. and and the thing is, do you go out there and put Quez on that football field, or be more of a get more playing time than Jalen Rager because you feel he's gonna be more producing, or do you still try to give Rager that option and the opportunity to go out there and show what he can do? You pl- you go with the person that gives you the best chance to win, and if that's what the, if that's what we're, if if this whole thing is based off a of competition, like he's saying, fuck whatever he was drafted, fuck whatever this whoever gives us the best opportunity on that field to. To, to win the game should be there. And honest to God, so far it's, it's, it's trending towards Quez Watkins. Um, Rager, for some reason, he's, there's always something with this dude. You know what I'm saying? It's it, whether it's a lingering injury or some personal things or this or that, like, I don't want to hear any of that shit. Like I want to see production. And I think every fan in the world wants to see him out there and we want nothing but success for him, but there's always something stopping this guy. So if Quez Watkins gives you the better option to win the game, you throw Quez out there. That's if you don't do that, then at that point, 
we can revisit the situation to say this is not a competition. This is not, you know what I mean? This is not about winning. It's about uh, whatever. But you, yeah, throw him out there. I would. I, I agree. You have to go with the you have to go with the high hand. You have to go with the guy that's gonna give you the best opportunity to win. It shouldn't matter when you were drafted. And I'm hoping, and I'm hoping the guy, because the one thing we heard from reports that management gets involved too much with the roster <laughs> and the game day, uh the game day setup. Right. And telling last year, Doug Peterson, who to play, who shouldn't he play based right. off of where a certain player was drafted or how he was signed, how much money they're making. And yeah. who fucking cares? No, that was your fucking fault for taking that selection yep. or giving that player that contract. <laughs> you should go with the guy that's going to give you the best chance to win. And that fits your scheme and your game plan to <clears throat> execute that game plan and win yourself football games. Absolutely. That's all the fans care about. Is winning football games. Yeah. We do not care who the hell or, or or what you guys did as far as a management standpoint. As long as we're winning football games, yep. fucking give a guy twenty, thirty million dollars and put us over the cap. I don't give a shit. Yeah. As long as we're winning football games and it puts our team in the right position, that's all that matters. So stop meddling in and if Quest is the guy, Let I'm hoping play. Sirianni has the cojones and basically goes out there and says, Fuck you. I'm going with the team I want. I'm going with the players I want, and I feel that's going to give us the best chance to win. I'm hoping that's yeah. the case because I do not want to continue having upper management get their fucking nose and fingers and shit <laughs> and fucking screw everything up. Right. I do not want to screw development from a guy. That's what we saw last year when Alshon Jeffrey came back. Yep. yep. We, we saw him take away those reps from, from Hightower and Quez. Yep. Uh, so we didn't get to see the opportunity or uh, their the chance, their, their chance of growing and developing. Yep. That's something I we want to see this year as a <clears> football, <throat> as an Eagles fan, and as a and as a fan base, yeah. we want to see development from our young players. Yeah. We want to know what we have in these guys going forward because right now all we keep on hearing, yeah, we're still trying to win football games, but let's be fucking realistic. Right. We know as a fan base, we aren't most likely winning the Super Bowl. We are <laughs> most likely probably not making the playoffs at this point. Yeah. There's an opportunity and a chance we catch. Lightning in a bottle. Jalen Hurts outperforms right. and play, balls out, and Nick Sirianni becomes head, uh, coach of the year. There's a slim possibility, especially in the, especially in this division. Right. But realistically, this team is not going anywhere in 2021, in my opinion. I agree. And we need to know what we have going forward in the future, especially with that abundance of selections yeah. and the abundance of the first round picks that you constantly keep on hearing us talk about, yep. and probably getting fucking annoyed us talking about it. But probably. we need to know what we have. Right. So. Let the young guys play. The late, remember, we were talking about wide receivers and they need a veteran wide receiver. I think these young guys need to just grow together. Let these guys do what they do. And the way they grow is by winning or, or making plays. So when you got guys like Quez Watkins out there on the field that can make plays like that, you got to let the guy ball out, man. Fuck this whole start this first round pick guy and uh, this guy's been here. Nah, 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 nah. Whoever plays, whoever gives you, I'm sorry, whoever gives you the best chance to win the game should be on the field. And that's it. Nothing, nothing should change that. And if, if how he does get involved, which is alleged, I don't think it's really proven, but a lot of sources have said that he's, he's meddling with the offense and whatnot. Listen, if, if Nick Sirianni is true to his word, you, you, everything's competition. Everyone's held accountable. 
then you have to play the best player no matter what. That's just the way it is. And if Howie does medal at that point, I don't, I don't, and, and I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't really think Howie medals or Jeff and Howie medal that much. I think sometimes are they fuck. Are you fucking kidding let me? Let me, let me finish the my fact <laughs> that Doug Peterson let had me, goddamn fucking a Tuesday meeting every single fucking week. Let me finish what I was going to say, though. Say. I think, I think the reason why they medal so much is because they thought Doug Peterson was inadequate. Like I don't, he's the a good, guy that won you a goddamn Super Bowl. Well, the players won the Super Bowl, but whatever. Oh, Nick Foles, the greatest quarterback of Eagles all, of of all time, won the Super Bowl. Get the fuck. <laughs> like, did did they meddle with Andy Reid? No, right? Why? Probably because Andy Reid was a good coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, Doug was a like coach. They, Doug Doug fucking made the playoffs. Almost every single year he was here, besides his first year. So if if Howie and Jeff are Jeff are, are meddling, no, the, the, then the, the, they no, want us that Super Bowl. No, the differences between Andy and Doug is that Andy had control of this team. He was the one that made final decisions. He was, you just fucking spilled beer all on my fucking table. God oh damn. Jesus, shut the fuck up. But uh, <laughs> no, and Joe Banner was here during uh, during most of Reed. Right, right. Reason Reed left is because of fucking Howie, because. So- Jeffrey Lurie went out there and fucking made buddy buddy with fucking Howie Roseman and basically those two like okay we can run the fucking shit we don't need fucking Andy anymore okay. All let's right. take the fucking reins from Andy we let him, he, he has too much on his plate his son just passed away at training yeah. camp yeah. Uh, he, mentally he wasn't there he had too much on his plate trying to run a football team and trying to make football decisions so Howie gladly took that from him <laughs> and he never wanted to give it up yeah. The reason why they were meddling is not because of Andy Reid. It's because of fucking Chip, Chip Kelly. Kelly. Chip yeah. Kelly, yeah. they gave him the fucking range of this franchise because we thought he was going to be this next generational type of head coach yeah. and lead us to the promised land with this new adequate offense yeah. and this new spread, a high-paced offense that works in college football, yeah. not in the NFL. It worked for maybe one, one and a half seasons. Teams picked up on yep. it. Head coaches are better in the NFL. Yep. And it fucking flamed out. He's like, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. Yeah, he let it burn. He let it burn. He, f- he torched this team. He got rid of Deshaun Jackson in his yeah. prime. Got rid Shady. of LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. But the thing is, if Chip Kelly did not do that, we did not have Carson Wentz, and we do not have a fucking Super Bowl. Uh, you know what? I agree with that. that that's agreeable. So but, Chip but, Kelly did something right for once. <laughs> but what I'm saying is if you're going to blame Howie and Jeff for meddling and doing all this other shit, why can't we give them credit for the Super Bowl then? If they they were meddling the whole time. You, you get what I'm saying? Like I'm not, We can't just blame them for the shit and then be like, they get no credit. We do give Howie credit. <laughs> he fucking hit on every goddamn freaking acquisition that season. Yes, we, he did. We, yes, for, he did. for one season, but you take away his worst and his best seasons as a GM. And he's mediocre. And he's mediocre at best. Granted, yeah. this offseason, I'll give Howie praise. I'm still waiting for it to see how it transcends on the football field. Right. He got possibly a first-round pick for Carson Wentz that did not want to be here anymore. Right. Uh, they, they made some right selections, picked up some key acquisitions, especially on the defensive side of football, yeah. which let's get into. Yes, because, let's do this. Because we're talking all about the offense and because. Let's get into this Because defense. points because points win football games. Absolutely. But defenses ultimately win championships. And, okay. And look, they might not be the greatest defense in the world, but. I'm ha- I'm coming around. I'm I'm coming. They played one series, and overall, our backups played well too. Yeah, absolutely. They came out here in the, that for that opening of opening first half. They pretty much shut down the Steelers yep. for the most part. Granted, there was a few moments where 
Schuster Smith to yeah yeah they're, they're, Schuster Smith had a couple of big moments. Uh, they were running the ball quite a bit on us early on, which yeah. it was that it's that old Jim Johnson and Ben don't break mentality, which which I'm okay with. I'm okay mm-hmm. giving up a couple yards here and there. I don't expect our defense to basically shut them down, be be, be the Chicago Bears right. or the Baltimore Ravens, where they're not allowing teams to move the football. Right. But right. ultimately, they made they did their they did their job. I saw a lot of promise, and we won't criticize that linebacking core as much as we have. Singleton, Eric, Eric well, Eric Wilson. Yep. That one play, he freaking burst right through the middle of the yep. fucking uh, uh the a gap, mm-hmm. blitzed right through it, got to got to the hole. Derek Barnett fucking whiffs on the goddamn tackle, yeah. <laughs> and freaking allows three or four yards. It should have been a tackle for a loss. Agreed. Uh, and yeah, like Alex Singleton, he's one of those guys that I expect a decent. If not decent, not a big year from him this year. Yeah, he looked pretty solid, man. He looked solid. And you're right. You, the difference I've seen in this, first of all, how good does it feel to see blitzes? Like that, <laughs> we, we don't see blitzing. We haven't seen blitzing within the last couple of years. So to actually see it, it it's refreshing. Um, what I've seen was that that defensive front looks strong, man. That defensive front looks strong. Yeah, the linebacking, uh, linebacking core doesn't look as shitty as I thought it was actually good. But now, mind you, this is one preseason game. It's, pre- so it's preseason game, but... I might be getting ahead of myself. Without Roethlisberger. Right. Uh, they took Najee Harris out pretty early, mm-hmm. so... I Like we said, it's preseason, but you only can play against the competition you're put up against. Yeah. And I want to see execution. Absolutely. And, and Alex Singleton, he led the team in tackles last year, and everyone's like, okay, it... it we thought it was flash in the it, pan. Yeah, flash in the pan, or okay, mm-hmm. linebacker. He's gonna he's gonna tackle because they're allowing him so much. They're allowing opposing offenses yeah. up to the next level defense. But he was a guy that was flying around the fucking football field. Agreed. Agreed. He, he was decent in coverage. I'll say there's that one stretch play I think with Najee where he goes from the all the way the one side to the other to make the fucking tackle. That yeah. the pursuit is there. The recognition of the play that is something yeah. we have not seen from a linebacking core in quite some time. I agree. You with him and Eric Wilson, a, a, free, uh, a difference maker and a playmaker in this defense, and throw in Sean Bradley, whoever's going to be that third. Uh, T.J. Edwards, whoever's going to be that third spot. Yeah, we, I think we have a decent linebacking core. The yeah. the one thing on defense that I'm a little bit worried about is death. I agree. I agree. Uh, uh, the de- the, that's the problem. I think that's a problem with any team, though, if you well, look at it. Our, our, I agree. Our front four, we have the de- we have all the depth in the world. I'm not worried yeah. about that. But our but linebackers. Linebackers and the secondary. Yep. Like, Mark, Mike, Michael Jaquette. <laughs> he should not be. I would say he was he was getting he was getting attacked pretty much in that football game. Yeah, uh, they picked on him. Fucking linebacker. I don't know if he got cut yet. I didn't see today's cuts, but he should be fucking cut. Yeah. Uh, Raquan Smith, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. The fact that he missed an open field tackle yeah. as a linebacker in the National Football That's League. That's your only job. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's one, not lose your coverage, not yeah. lose your man, and fucking make tackles. And you failed on goddamn all three of them. <laughs> yep. Yes, he did. So yes, he did. I hope that dude gets fucking cut sooner rather than later. But, I'm sure he will. But I, sure I, will. I, I was happy to see that the one thing we keep on bringing up is we want development from our young players, especially in our draft class. Yep. And I, I'm lucky what I see from Zach McPherson. Yeah. He, he, he's a guy that's getting a lot of playing time. Yeah, he's going to go through some rookie pains, and they're still trying to figure out where he's going to play. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to have him on the outside, on the inside, he's a guy that can he brings that versatility yep. that they feel can play both of them. and. Overall, he, he played pretty well. I, I didn't solid. I, I, was, I didn't see any major big plays he gave up. Uh, he had four tackles as a cornerback, which is something that I definitely like seeing yeah. from, from a cornerback that a lot of our guys lack the ability to tackle the player. Yeah. 
So I, 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 it's a little bit promising. It's not something that we're expecting from a, from this team or something we expect as Eagles fans is that they might have actually made a decent draft. They might have made some decent picks. Yeah. Might have actually brought in some decent players. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it transcends and, and – Translates into the season. Yeah, translates on the football field and, yeah. and going forward. So I agree. I but, 100% agree. And then another guy I'll say, well, you brought the front four. Javon Hargrave, if he no. does not have if he, if he does not have ten uh, double ja- if he doesn't have double digit sacks this year, it's yeah. a fucking crime. Yeah, he was monstrous, violent. He, he's a guy that yeah he had a he had a slow start last last year. He got a lot of cri- criticism, and the management got a lot of criticism yeah. for giving him that big contract and the lack of production that he had. He was dealing with a nagging injury. I was injury, gonna say he was injured, but. He came down the stretch. He was probably one of the most dominant defensive tackles in all the National Football League in the final six or seven games of the year. Yep. He's been having a tremendous training game. He's a guy that has not even been able to have been blocked. And then once again, in, in the preseason game, he shows you that he could be a difference maker in the middle of that line, which is something that we need alongside Fletcher Cox. Those That two tandem, they're going to be a force to be fucking reckoned with. Absolutely. And then you have that you have the pass rush on the outside, that, that rotational type of guy. Milton Williams, he's yeah. another guy as a Rookie, rookie, third, fourth round pick, wherever we drafted him yeah. at, making an impact. Yeah. He's getting pressure in the middle. He's batting passes down. He's yeah. making tackles in the run game. Facts. Yeah, Milton Williams actually impressed me. I wasn't expecting him to be uh, – like, I'm going to be honest. When they, when they drafted him and I was one of those guys, I was like, why? But after seeing the game and, and, and watching, like, when you watch the, the behind the scenes and all this, this guy, he, he's a violent dude, man, and yeah. he, he's going to be a disruptive person. So, you know what? It brings me back to the Howie thing, man. This could be probably, possibly be Howie's best draft of all, like, in his whole career as an Eagle. So, on paper, on right, paper. Right, like right, I said, right now, preseason one. So, maybe I'm getting ahead of things. I don't know what's going to happen in the season itself, but seeing what 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 this team is kind of morphing into and and becoming it, it's trending in the right direction for once i can kind of see progress from from these rookies from the quarterback from the coach itself like this nick sirianni had the team ready to play the team was ready to play and 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 they they weren't afraid to take shots like this team seems like a totally different team than it was last year. Like it's not the same team. It's not the same feel. So it's, it's exciting to see these guys put it on the field and actually let's, let, let's play this game. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't, I look, I, I, I'm not a Jalen Hurts. I am a Jalen Hurts fan. I'm sorry, but I'm not saying he's going to be the, the, the end all say all, but this, this team with Jalen Hurts at the quarterback seems like a whole different feel. What do you think? Yeah, early on, we, we keep on hearing about from the players that Jalen Hurts is this leader. And that's all fine and dandy. I, I want my quarterback I want my quarterback to be the leader in the team. I want him to go out there and be a guy that the players are going to rally a, a rally around and, and depend on and have faith in, which, which yeah. is all tremendous. But ultimately, leadership is one quality of a quarterback. Yeah. You still want execution. You Absolutely. still want performance. And ultimately – that's what it comes down to whether Jalen Hurts is in the cards past 2021. And he's got to show that this season. Yeah. And he's a guy that I feel he has the he has the he has the chance to be all that. I feel yeah. he has the chance to be the franchise quarterback of this team. And it's it, it's gonna come down to this season, like I keep on bringing up. This season rides or dies with Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni. That, that, that could be a major scapegoat or an easy cliche, but 
Those are the two X factors for this football team on yeah. how far this team goes or the direction that this team's going to go. If we feel that this team is moving in the right direction heading into 2022. Yeah. And and Jalen Hurts, I feel he has no excuses. He has he they they built this team around him. They brought a head coach that's willing to adjust his game plan and rally around his players and and build his offense yep. around his player strengths. We're not having we're not trying we're not this old cliche or this old school fashion team where I'm running one single offense and I'm finding players to fit that offense. We're finding I would say we're finding an offense to fit our players and fit our players' strengths and players' schemes. And we finally have a head coach that I feel that is going to do that. Yeah, he's going to exploit. He's going to exploit it. Trust me, uh, it, it, it's 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 refreshing. It's refreshing. It's it, I'm so I'm I'm actually looking forward to the season. Like it's one of those feelings where it's like I'm not look. I'm not. They're not going to go to the Super Bowl. They, this is not going to no. be the Eagles' year. But to see to see this team grow the way it's growing now is exciting enough to just tune in and watch and who knows they might surprise us i'm not saying they're gonna win a super bowl but they can they, the, they can win the division the that, expect, that's possible the expectations are pretty low yeah. any realistic eagles fan should understand the situation that this team is in not, yeah. not say we're rooting against them no. or thinking that they're going to come out here and uh we we don't want them to win but you have to be realistic on what this team really is. And with the amount of unknowns and the amount of uncertainty and question marks that this team still has, yep. we're hoping that those question marks get answered this season. Yes, and we can finally move forward to getting this team back on the winning track. That's what ultimately is. the goal right now. Yeah. And one, one of those players, I just want to bring up real quick, one of those players that I'm kind of happy I feel that is going to be in the game plan for quite some time, is kicker Jake Elliott. This is a guy last season that had probably his worst career, uh, worst season as a pro in the National Football League. Yep. Whether it was a mentally, uh, mental, physical, the holder, whatever the hell it may be, he just did not look like the same kicker we saw that Super Bowl season where Agreed. he had the where he had the pressure on his shoulders to kick like 62 yard field goal against the New York Giants. Fuck yeah, Giants. Uh, the fact that he helped us win a Super Bowl in some key games, uh, yeah. that 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 uh, the the divisional game against the Atlanta Falcons, yes, five fucking field goals, which he helped us win in that football game because our offense somehow got shut down for the most part. Yeah, yeah, Jake Elliott looked pretty good, man. So Jake Elliott on Thursday, hopefully it's a thing moving forward that continues and his success continues hitting a 47 yard field goal, a 47 yard field goal, a 50 yard field goal. And it's not like it was like one of those, like, Oh, is it going to go in? Nah. He hit it fucking down the middle almost every goddamn time. Yes. That confidence level from, from Jake Elliott is back. Yo, he got and, swagger, son. And, and special teams, I understand it's just kicking. Sorry, Laura. You're not going to be able to kick a 50-yard <laughs> field goal as much as you fucking think you can. Yeah. I'm sorry. Low backstory. Peanut's wife. Every goddamn time we watch a fucking football game and they miss a kick. <laughs> I could have made that. But you every still got to do but it. But every time we can try, hey, let's go to the fucking football field. Let's see if you can kick it. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll do it another time. Yeah. So, you, so Laura, yeah, this season we're going to fucking kick that fucking field goal. We're going to film it. Yeah. It's not as easy as you look as it looks. We're going to record it because if she makes it, then we'll still play it. Yeah, we'll still play. We'll still play. We'll still play. But, yeah, special teams, <laughs> special teams is a very pivotal part of the game. Absolutely. And it's one of those things that we definitely were on – we were – Worried no. about because yeah. last year they give Jake Elliott that big contract. Yep. 
And they were like, why did we give this guy the contract? We didn't even know he was if it wasn't for the contract. We wouldn't even know he'd still be on the football team at this time. Yeah. But the fact that I feel he's come back around, they're giving him another chance. It's a breath of fresh air, the new regime, new head coach, and just something about it. Like you said, the swagger he's in this got locker that room. Swag, son. The swagger in the locker room as a whole. Mm-hmm. And the confidence level from this team as a whole. And having a head coach that they know has their back and is going to support them. Yes. Nick Sirianni, almost every single fucking practice, is wearing one of his players' shirts. Yep. He's supporting his players. He's, yep. he, and he, the motto and the intensity and the confidence that he has in his players. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm starting to come around. I'm starting to become a Nick Sirianni, Sirianni guy. I don't care if he's not the best guy speaking at a goddamn press conference. He's if not. he's out there coaching our players – and they believe in him, and they're able, and they 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 want to rally behind him, and they yes. and they believe in him. Yep. That's all that fucking matters, and that's the only thing I care about yeah. uh, when it comes to our football team and our head coach is they re- rely on him, and ultimately that confidence level builds in and turns into wins. And I'm gonna be honest with you, this team has been shit on this whole fucking all season. They've been shit on. Hurts has been shit on. He's not even a top thirty two quarterback. The offense has been shit on. Nick Sirianni has been shit on. The management has been shit on. Like, this team has a major chip on their shoulder, as they should. But that chip is starting to translate into, like, something different. Playmaking, uh, accountability, uh, violence. Like, these guys, the the defense looked hungry. They They wanted to take heads off, except for that one play. But... What I'm seeing is this 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 team that's been shit on so much, and they're so tired of it. And I think, honest to God, they're, they're out they're out for blood at this point. You're gonna see bombs at Quez Watkins. You're gonna see when Devontae Smith finally comes back in. You're gonna see plays where they're just gonna they're they're not playing games no more. Nope. They they want your blood. Like that's how they feel. And honest to God, it feels good to see my team actually feel that way. The culture has changed so much from being this passive aggressive team to now we're just aggressive. Yep. And I love it. Definitely. Uh Look, we're talking about a lot of positives, which we should. It was a very positive game. There were negatives. Uh, but I'll say, do you have any negatives uh, in regards to uh, the matchup at all on, that you feel? Negatives? Um Drop passes, uh, the 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 drop passes, which is By like Ertz. I said, that was fucking critical. Because the first pass to me deser- to Ertz was like a statement, like he's our teammate. It, that was a design play for Ertz to get that ball. So when he dropped it, I was like, ah. So drop passes, uh, Jalen hurts sometimes. But he he does buy the offensive line time when he scrambles and whatnot. But but he doesn't. I, I, what I want to see him is progress into like go one, two, three. And there was a couple plays where he literally looked right. To, he looked at the receiver. He's he's he, so and he just dropped back and passed it. He the, didn't look. You there, know what I'm there's that. There's times where he's a one read guy. Mm-hmm. He he he. That's something he definitely has to go better. And there's times yeah. where he, I feel he does go through his reads or the pre snap reads time. and when he has time, but. Ultimately, there's times where he, when he's under pressure, he knows mm-hmm. the blitz is coming. Yeah, he he goes his one read. If not, he like he like that one play. He just threw it away right away yeah. instead of going through his reads and yeah. try to find an open guy. But you have to give him credit, like we said, he like, threw it yeah. away. He lived to see a number down. He didn't yeah. try to force anything, which Agreed. is ultimately what I want for my quarterback because we saw too much with Carson Wentz forcing passes, trying to make that play. Yeah, and it ended up costing him a, a, a interception. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so yeah, negatives would be that. Um, defensively, there were a couple blown coverages. Uh, Slay looked sharp, except for there were a couple times where he was just too far back. 
But like I said, well, I think that's the I think that was the way to design. The, the, I was gonna the, say the yeah. play was uh, yeah because there was that one time they had that holding call. They were in second and twenty. Yeah, and I think with Jonathan Gannon's defense, he he's willing to give him a couple yards. He's willing he he's willing right. to give him that little bit of yardage to make it second or third and ten or so that he's 15. not gotcha. He rather have his guys not get burned. He's willing yeah. to give that little soft. Man to man, soft cu cushion coverage. Yeah, they allow them to get pick up a couple yards. The only thing is, I'm worried about. Like I agree with, I still want to see that shutdown mentality. Yes, the thing Darius Slay. The one thing that we continue to hear about him is his shutdown ability. Yeah, and that, that you have your best shutdown corner that far off yeah. of a wide receiver. But exactly, but, but it's preseason. It's preseason, like we said. You're not going to show your cards in right. preseason games. You do right. not want your plays and your schemes out on tape yeah. for other opponents to game plan you going into the season. What were your negatives? I'll say a couple similar as yours. I, I, a little bit more consistency from our from our uh, wide receiving and and uh, and uh, tight end core catching right. the football. Uh, Jalen Hurts, he does have some things he needs to work on, like we brought up going through his progressions. Yep, uh, and. Just having a little bit more, he took command of the offense, and I like that he stayed in the pocket. But there's still some times where he he didn't he didn't impress you. He yeah. he made some good choices. He made some bad choices. I want I want to see more of a consistent good performance, which I'm hoping we see this coming Thursday because we don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Remember, we're going from four preseason games to three preseason games, yeah. so it's going to be interesting to see what Nick Sirianni decides to do. Is this Thursday's game and the week two of the preseason the, the final dress rehearsal and then bench everyone for week three so you don't risk injury? Yeah. Or do we see most of them play the first half this week and then maybe a couple game a couple snaps or a couple series in the week three? Right. We won't know yet. That's still yet to be answered. So I want to see a little bit more reps from Jalen Hurts so before we pass judgment. But overall, he did shine pretty well. Yeah, he did. Like I said, we're lacking a lot of depth. Yeah. Especially in the secondary, and if Jalen Hurt or uh, if uh, Darius Slay or Steve Nelson or even Avante Maddox playing in the slide, one of these guys go down. But besides Zach McPherson, yeah, I don't have a lot of confidence in the rest of these guys to step in and step in and be the guy. I agree. Uh, to come in here and perform. I agree. Uh, and I'm, I agree. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping we see a little bit more from our defense front four. Or, or in our defense in general, they played overall well, right. but they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't shine. They, they, they didn't. They didn't like. They weren't this juggernaut defense that I'm hoping that we see. And right. I feel the teams are realizing our strengths and, and adjusting and adjusting very quickly. Yeah. Especially that front four. They know. They know our front four is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Right. That the, all they have to do is get rid of the ball quickly. They're going to design plays or run the football. Our, our run defense. Was a little shoddy early on. The fact that we're getting three, four, five yards of carry—that's yeah. something I want to. Tighten I, up. I want them to tighten up and tighten it up. I understand that Jim Johnson mentality: Ben, don't break. We didn't yeah. give up any points, right? But ultimately, when we're against a better football team and better competition, they're gonna find ways to exploit that. And imagine four quarters of that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That that could be a problem. But yeah, I, yeah, I agree. That, that, I agree. Especially a Pittsburgh defense or a Pittsburgh offense that knows how to wear you down, and that yeah. they're going to that old school mentality. Yep. Big Ben's getting up there in age. They do have Juju, but besides him, and what do they really have with him as far as the uh, throwing weapons? So yeah. they're going to be that team that's going to grind, ground it, ground and pound it with the run game. Especially with now they have Najee Harris, they're going to use yeah. him as a fucking workhorse. I would. So 
I would. It's going to be interesting to see. So, any final thoughts uh, before we get out here on Birds, Beers, and BS? Final thoughts? Uh, great game. I'm um, looking forward to Thursday. Uh, it's good to be back with Jeff. Uh, we've been out for a little bit. We plan on doing this more often. But final thoughts, man. I'm feeling pretty optimistic about the season uh, for the time being. Um, but looking forward to actually looking forward to this new regime doing some new things, man. What about you? I'm just happy fucking football's back. Football's back. Football baby. is back. Like I said, till Jenna, the beginning, now, till the beginning of February. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jen. Bye bye. <laughs> you'll be, you'll be uh, watching lots and lots of football this uh, this upcoming season. So I'm just I'm just happy the season's coming around. Yeah. It's one of those things where I'm kind of glad there's not a lot of expectations this season. I can finally go out there. We can finally go Sundays. Not be so much stress. Not have that high expectation of this team winning a championship or making a deep playoff run and having a shitty season and fucking stressing us out yeah. and fucking nearly having heart attacks week in and week out. Pretty much. We probably sit back, relax, see what Nick Sirianni can do, see what Jalen Hurts can do, see the direction of this football team. Yeah. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Enjoying a game. Yeah. Enjoying a game. Yeah, hey, exactly. you're going to a game, right? Aren't you going to the first game? I am traveling to Atlanta. He's so, going to Atlanta. So, so uh, I'll be down in Atlanta watching the Eagles and Falcons week one NFL kickoff at the Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium, whatever the fuck it's called down there in Atlanta. Yeah. So hopefully hopefully, we, it gets, hopefully, we walk out with a victory and, uh, and it's a little bit more uh, positive outcome than yeah. some previous games I've been to. <laughs> but but uh, once again, Thank you for everyone for tuning in. Make sure you're following, liking, subscribing, hitting that comment button. Give us a thumbs up. Make sure you leave us a review on our all Apple podcasts on our on our page. You can catch all our podcasts on the All About the Birds Network, wherever you find your podcast. Make sure you leave us five stars. Leave a review. It really helps us out. It does. So if, if it, t- it takes a few moments, hit the star, five stars, leave a little review, what you like, maybe what you don't, what, what you don't like, dislike, whatever, let us know. Or in the YouTube channel on this program, make sure down below in the comment section, leave your thoughts. If you have anything to ask, anything that you disagree with, agree with, your thoughts on the Eagles' upcoming season, we want to hear from you. So make sure you, uh, we always appreciate any type of listener engagement and uh, conversation. So. Thank you again for everyone for tuning in. Let's play the Bills real quick. Uh, we want to thank all our sponsors here on the All About the Birds Network and Birds, Beers, and BS. We'd like to thank our sponsors, 99Jerseys. You can visit them at 99jerseys.com. Get 20% off your next order by using discount code AATBIRDS20. Uh, check out their wide selection of quality kick-ass jerseys of your favorite sports movie characters and throwback jerseys of some of your favorite uh, sports stars. Again, order today at 99jersey.com and say 20% off by using discount code AATBIRDS. And then you can visit our AAT Birds shop. Uh, you can get all your uh, Birds, Beers, and BS gear and all our AT Birds network gear from all our shows at ATBirds.com backslash shop. Uh, there are a lot of different codes or a different sales going on, so make sure to keep on checking back. We have a lot of great products. We have T-shirts. We have hats. We have koozies. We have masks. It's, there's a possibility that mask mandate might be back in the, in the fold. Make sure to get that Birds, Beers, and BS or AT Birds mask uh, to protect yourself here during the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to thank our sponsor at Statement games uh check out statement games for a fun new way to fancy sports and entertainment win gift cards and prizes and it's free to sign up you can sign up today uh the link for the code will be in the description of the youtube show uh so down below you'll see statement games click that link free to sign up use our referral code it really helps us out so make sure to check them out 
Uh, you can also visit Odds Jam. Odds Jam is the number one software platform for sportsbook bandits. Their software shows you uh, how to make risk-free cash off FanDuel, DraftKings, and other bookies with your with their arbitrage calculator. You can never lose a bet again. So sign up today at oddsjam.com. The referral link again in the bio of the episode. Look for Odds Jam. Click the link uh, and. Great product if you're in that if you're into that gambling uh, sports gambling uh, department, make sure to check it out. They can definitely help you try to win some win some money. Yeah. And if you uh, do have a gambling addiction, make sure to visit one eight hundred Gambler today. If you do have an addiction, again one eight hundred Gambler uh, for uh, any help you may need with that. If you that. do have an addiction, call Peanut. I bet I'll, I'll bet on anything. <laughs> what the fuck do you ever bet? I bet everything. Everything. Everyone that knows me, you know me. I bet on everything. Yeah, that's true. I do. And again, also thank you to our spo- uh, sponsors, Manscaped. Use the code ATBIRDS for 20% off and free shipping at checkout at manscaped.com. Again, ATBIRDS for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Uh, so make sure to check them out for all your uh, below the belt needs. Uh, the and check- your butt. You can shave your butt with that shit too, your right? Your butt, your beard. You, yeah. The, you, pretty much anything that hair. Motherfuckers be having some hairy asses, man. Anything, shave that shit. So. Anything that has hair, <laughs> they'll help you with. Some booty hole problems. And then, of course, thank you to our sponsors here on Birds, Beards, and BS, our friends at Vinny's Pizza and Restaurant. Uh, let me find their logo. There they are. Uh, you can, again, thank our uh, friends at Vinny Pizza and Restaurant in Allentown, located off Iroquois Trail in the Old Town Shopping Center. They're open Monday through Saturday, serving you their delicious Italian cuisine that includes pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Check out their daily game day. Check out their daily and game day specials today, especially a football and sports ramping oh, up yeah. right now. Definitely want to get that pizza, that party food. Have your friends over. Grab us some Vinny's pizza and other sandwiches and more. They are available for pickup or delivery. You can order today by calling 610-395-2300 or visiting Vinny'sPizzaPA.com. Again, 610-395-2300 or visiting Vinny'sPizzaPA.com. Again, tell Vinny and Caesar that the Birds Beer and BS uh, people sent you. They'll treat you like family. Uh, great people over there at Vinny's Pizza and some great food to go uh, go as always. So, mm-hmm. again, thank you again for everyone for tuning in for yes. another episode of Birds, Beers, and BS. Football is finally back. It's back. We are going to be more uh, talking some more Eagles football all year round, so make sure to stick around and continue to watch the program. And, again, follow, like, subscribe, share it out, tell your friends. Hey, maybe we'll have some contests, some giveaways, whatever you whatever you want to see. We'll do it for you here on Birds and Beer, Beers and BS. Let us know. Let us know. So, again, as we say here on Birds, Beers, and BS, thank you again for another great show. Myself, Peanut, Eagle Jeff, drink him if you got him. Drink him if you got him, baby. <laughs> Attention, listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pew problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code AATBIRDS. Ready for an out-of-world experience, fellas? Look no further than the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped that has just taken off in not only the USA, but Canada, UK, across Europe, Australia, South Africa, and Singapore. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, 
Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to hold your whole solar system. First, scheduled for liftoff, new Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer. This spaceship is here to guide you on a journey to trim your body, balls, butt, and even Uranus. This fourth-generation trimmer also features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch, can engage a travel lock, and is even waterproof. The Lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4,000K LED spotlight you can turn on and off when needed for a more precise shave throughout your travels across the universe. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker, it's like having a little astronaut to chop your worst weeds up top in your nose and ear. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Don't forget to use Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and their Crop Reviver to help your little planets be on their A-game while feeling the sun's heat. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Abort hairy balls and buzz lightyear that woody with Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code AATBIRDS at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code AATBIRDS at Manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you.